How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer, and welcome back to the weekend show for Saturday, October the 17th. Uh, today we got a mailbag. It's very exciting. And today's question, which was technically asked, like, last week, couldn't get to it until today. Uh, today's question is, what is your favorite video game genre? Why does it resonate with you? And what are your favorite games in the genre? You all submitted your answers to the Discord server. Thank you for doing that. And, uh, let's get into this. So, first things first, we've got two people who gave a similar answer, which is point-and-click adventures from Boone and Amanda Yells Loud. They both said that growing up, they really loved the LucasArts point-and-clicks. You know, Monkey Island, Grim Fandango, Maniac Mansion, Full Throttle, games like this. And here's what Boone said about loving this genre, quote, Many games have fantastic writing and stories, along with puzzles that push a lot of creativity out of the user. There have been times where I've been stuck on a problem for a while, and it humbles you revisiting and testing out every possible scenario, end quote. And I'm sure that that is something that a lot of people listening to this can definitely resonate with. These are very classic games. And then what Amanda said, which I really liked, was that point-and-clicks have kind of evolved in a way to kind of these telltale-like games, right? It's a little bit different, but it definitely has, like, the storytelling elements, and in many cases, the puzzles. And they said that it even gave them a newfound appreciation for the big RPGs, right, that have good storytelling and whatnot. They're way more interested in it. I think that's cool. Okay, this next one here is from Flying Goat Man, and they said that they love the hacking genre. And I loved this answer, because part of the reason why I asked it was I wanted to see people's perspectives on some of these games that I've never played before. And so they love these hacking games like Hacknet and HackMD, Greyhack, very similar titling there, uh, even Watch Dogs, right? And they said that they get so much power just by doing something, you know, behind a screen. They said, quote, I think a lot of our enjoyment from games come from a need for power in a life where we have little of it, end quote. And that's also why games like The Sims and Civilization are so fun, because you're getting that power. I also want to point out something really cool that they said here. Uh, they said that they also like RPGs like The Witcher and Mass Effect. And by the way, a lot of people said those games. Uh, I won't be able to mention them all. Uh, but this is what they said about it, quote, I have autism, so games where I get to make conversational choices helps me to understand how social situations are meant to look and move forward. Games have given me the confidence to join communities like this and meet new people, end quote. And I thought that that was just a super, like, talk about how impactful video games can be, right? And again, even if those of us who are listening don't necessarily have autism, it's, it's certainly something we can relate to. I feel like, you know, belonging to a, a gaming community is such a quintessential experience of being a gamer. Anyway, thank you for submitting that answer. I really appreciated it. Okay, this one is from Shade Winter Gaze, and they said that their favorite genre is horror games. However, there's a caveat here, which is that it's gotta be good horror. That's what they said. So games like Soma, Metroid Fusion, the first two Dead Space games, Phasmophobia, which they say are all very good horror games, but for different reasons. You know, is it existential or is it suspenseful? Things like this. Uh, not a big fan of games that are jump scares, right? And I think if you talk to a lot of horror movie fans as well, that would be something that resonates. And I think I would have to agree as well, as somebody who doesn't really play a lot of horror games. I'm probably much more inclined to play them if maybe they're a little bit more thoughtful. And then uh, what they said is that their favorite subgenre of horror is Lovecraftian horror. Games like Eternal Darkness and Call of Cthulhu. And, I mean, yeah, if you've ever seen, like, the world building or the typical tropes that are used for Lovecraftian horror, 
It's really, really cool. Okay, and our final answer today comes from Brisba, or Brisby. I apologize for the pronunciation there, please correct me. Uh, and they said that their favorite genre is deck-building roguelikes. And you know I had to put this in there because it's gotta be one of my favorites as well, right? Obviously the best example, Slay the Spire. And as they mentioned, very much helps further define that genre, right? Much more approachable. And then if you wanted to get some recommendations from somebody who's really into deck-building roguelikes, uh, they said that they can recommend Griftlands, which is actually from uh, Clay Entertainment. They did uh, Don't Starve and Oxygen Not Included. Great developers. And that's a deck builder with a little bit more story. It's pretty interesting. Uh, and then there's also Monster Train, which I've heard very good things about as well. And this uses, like, lanes, where you have to worry about multiple encounters at once. It's a really interesting concept. Anyway, folks, thank you so much for submitting all of your answers there. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't get to yours if you submitted one. I, I really do try my best to get to as many as I can, but also get to people who I haven't necessarily put on the show before. Folks, if you would like to submit to the mailbag in the future, be sure you join us on our Discord server, thegamingobserver.com Discord. And if you'd like to stick around on the server, then we have a great community there. It's been a, a, a huge pleasure for me to be able to interact with all of you. But of course, no pressure on that. You can lurk or you just keep the notifications on and I'll ping you every now and then for, uh, for a mailbag prompt. Nonetheless, folks, that's going to wrap us up. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'm going to be back tomorrow with another show. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. Hello, everybody. TGO After Show. I'm not going to lie. I was, uh, you know, I initially asked the question because I was like, there's got to be some, some genres out there that I've never heard about before or haven't explored all that much. And it was great. I, I, I loved the answers that we got. I know on the show I spotlighted some pretty typical ones, besides maybe the hacking one, but we had, um, we had some really, really cool explanations and, and stories shared. Like, if you're in the Discord and you listen to this show, like, feel free to go back to the Mailbag channel and actually read what people wrote, because there's some cool things there. Ricky talked about his experiences with Grandia, as he always does. NC Iceman talked about immersive sims and his stealth games, I know he loves those. Crimson was talking about, uh, you know, farming games, hating on 3D platformers, talking about some Japanese visual novels as well. It's so cool. I love it. And that's why I love the mailbag as well. There's some, there's some interesting things going on. I'm sure by now you all know my favorite genres. So I'm trying to think of like, what's a weird one I can, I can pull out of nowhere that you won't see coming? It's kind of hard when I talk about literally everything I can just to come up with something for the after show, but you know I like roguelikes, you know I like rhythm games like Guitar Hero. Hmm, here's one. How about, uh, maybe you didn't know this. I actually really enjoy sports games, and I haven't played them in a very long time, but I, I used to play a lot of demos when I was a teenager that I would just kind of play on repeat, and I would try to find as many as I could, and oftentimes it ended up being sports games that I would play, because I didn't need all of the in-depth things, right? Like, I didn't actually play or watch sports. Basketball, hockey, soccer, American football, even. All of these sports I really didn't care about, so I wasn't invested in having, like, a campaign mode or multiple teams. I had the demo which let me play a single match with, like, a choice of four teams. I was good. And I played, like, a significant amount of that. I think the only actual game that I ever owned was an NHL game, so I played a lot of hockey. Typical Canadian, but nonetheless, so I, like, I know the rules of all of the sports games, not from actually watching sports, but from playing the demos of the games. American football, I feel like, is actually the hardest one to understand, 
uh, from an outside perspective, right? Because in soccer, it's just, you know, get the ball in the goal. In basketball, it's the same thing. In hockey, it's the same thing. But American football, I mean, everybody knows the touchdown, but there's so many, like, intricate rules in order to get to that touchdown. And most of the time, it's just the people who know football who's going to know the rules. But I could probably name, like, two American football teams, but I know the rules. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that kind of falls in line with the other types of games I like, right? Like, you don't really need audio for those games, so you can play them while while you're doing something else. Oh, and it's actually, you know, speaking of sports, in uh, in 2009, I actually remember the year, uh, that was the year that I downloaded a wrestling demo, like a WWE game. And I remember being a kid, and that was my first exposure to any kind of wrestling. I had known about certain wrestlers because my parents had, you know... They watched it when it was at its peak. They knew about Hulk Hogan and The Rock and Stone Cold and The Undertaker. So I knew some of the names, but I never really understood what it was. I never watched it or anything. And so then I just randomly downloaded the demo and I I've, I was obsessed with it. I played it over and over to the point that my dad was like, okay, like, like, let's just get you this game or, you know, we'll rent it. I think we ended up renting it. And so we rented it, and and my my whole thing with the game was that I literally just wanted to see every single possible move that could be done, because every wrestler had their own unique move set, and I wanted to see them all. And then all of a sudden, I was watching wrestling on the television, and then I bought the next year's game, and anyway, that's how, that's how my 10-year wrestling viewing experience started, was downloading the demo in 2009. It's crazy. Anyway, folks, thank you for tuning in. Uh... Tomorrow, I'm not so sure what the show is going to be yet, but I'll have something for you. No worries. So until next time, friends, farewell.